Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and I'm so excited that you're joining me again today for part two of a series with my friend Ed McGlasson. So if you're a dad who wants to gain better skills to become a more dialed-in dad to your daughter, which also carries over to your relationships with your sons, then you've come to the right place. And if you've listened before, you know that I use the grid every week on your mark, get set, go. So dads, picture yourself standing side by side each other, ready to run your fathering race this week. And I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on saying on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme. Get set as I fill that in with stories and stats. And go is always your action step. So you can put that theme into action this week. Like I said, Last week, Ed McGlasson, NFL football player, he played for the Giants, the Jets, and the Rams. He's author of a best-selling book titled The Difference a Father Makes. He's also written a book called Be Loved and The Father You've Always Wanted. He's this mover, shaker, national speaker, and influencer, a voice into our nation about the importance of the blessing of a father. In fact, that's the name of his ministry. The Blessing of the Father Ministries. I would encourage you to go to his website. It's just that word.com where you can read about his heart. He has free resources, videos galore, and he wants to empower and encourage you dads and daughters, sons and daughters, to know that you're loved by a God in heaven who's chosen you, who will heal you, and then allow you to be a conduit of his blessing to people in your lives. He's been married to his wife, Jill, for 34 years, lives in Southern California. He has five children, five grandchildren. Welcome back, Ed McGlasson. Hey, great to be with you, Michelle. So glad we can continue this important conversation, aren't you? Oh, well, you know what? It is crucial for the history of the world. Wow. Did you know there's a song that's going on in the hearts of kids all over the world right now? It was written in the book of Lamentations 5.3. Okay. And it's sung under the surface, and this is what it is. Orphans we are, not a father in sight, and our mothers are no better than widows. Wow, that's powerful. That's because, the Because, you know, that... It, See, right, that's a cry. Now you can understand the protesting. Mm-hmm. You can even understand the political diatribes back and forth, because people do not know who they are, and they get their identity from everything other than who God says they can be. Which is what sets the stage today for On Your Mark, which we've come up with the title, How a Dad Can Build God's Smile Over His Daughter. Now, that's a term that I got from your book, The Difference a Father Makes, and I've never heard anyone talk about God smiling. So I love that we're going to unpack that today to build on what we talked about last week about the power of a father's blessing. So let me ask you this then, Ed, beyond your personal experiences with your daughters, your wife, with women that you interact with around the country, what has given you such a passion deep in your soul and spirit to speak to the hearts of women, so much so that you told me your next book is actually going to be for women? Yeah, we we had, um, um, we actually do, got two projects kind of in the hopper right now, but it happened, um, you know, during that time when I, was, I asked that question of God one day, because I was fa- I was failing. You know, my wife was mad at me, both my daughters were mad at me, and I'm going, because, you know, a guy only cares about whether or not he's in trouble or not, okay? <laughs> he comes home and he goes, who's in trouble, by looking at his wife's face, and if it's not him, he's so happy. <laughs> so, yeah, no problem when the other kids are in trouble. Right. But I remember just saying, God, what do women want? 
and I'm in my study there trying to hear from the Lord, and this phrase just jumped into my heart from God the Father. And he said this to me, every little girl when she's born, she's born with a question in her heart. Daddy, do you see me? Am I beautiful? Am I someone to be loved? And if you'll answer that question in your daughters, they won't give their gifts away to pretenders. Mm-hmm. And man, that just hit me like a ton of bricks, Michelle. And I realized right in that moment, you know, that look that, that my wife, where she would kind of be in, in her, I call it the boudoir, <laughs> and she's in there with that mirror that has that convex mirror to where it makes your nose about five feet big, right? Right. And she looks in there and she's beautifying herself and she comes out of her boudoir after she's put on her glory. And there's this moment, guys, you'll see her. She'll pause and she'll just look at you with this question like, do you, do you see me, right? And so many times I blew it as a dad. But after I heard this, you know, and God began to open my heart up to my daughters and my wife, I remember I got one right, and I looked at her, and I said, sweetheart, would you forgive me? She said, well, what did you do? <laughs> but I'm not a wealthy enough man to search the world over to find two jewels that are as beautiful as your eyes are right now. You know, Michelle, I've never seen a woman sm- swoon, not, much less my wife. <laughs> and she just kind of went back and went, oh, and looked at me with this look like, touchdown, right? Or or oh, she's God. thinking or she's thinking you just walked out of a Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah, I did. I made one. I made my first Hallmark movie, right? <laughs> oh, man. By seeing I, I, her I, beauty. Yeah, but by being able to speak it. I mean, i got to tell you something, Michelle. Since the blessing of the Father has come in my life, I've gotten messed up. I mean, I used to watch war movies. I'd watch football all the time. I watched baseball. I've seen every Hallmark movie ever made, (laughs) and I am crying more than my wife. I've gotten all messed up since God has connected me into the girls around my life and those I do conferences with. Okay, so you are talking about living out God's smile in the relationships yeah. with women that you either are under the same roof as or speaking to them at conferences. So how about you define what does it mean to build God's smile? Well, see, to build God's smile in somebody you're loving, it's, it's, it's about how you bless them and speak life into them, right? But you got to first have it yourself in your own story. Because it's not some magic formula that if you'll just say these three words, you're going to build a smile. What happens when, when, a, when a daughter lives in the smile of the Father in heaven, she carries his favor and presence in her life with what she does. Yep. Because, see, God's word activated people. And God's word, when it goes into us ourselves and into our life, it changes our capacity. I mean, we, do, we don't become uh, better human beings by just trying harder. We become better human beings, the Bible says, because of His forgiveness when we are broken through His mercy and with His power of His grace that comes in our life that enables us to be who He's called us to be and really do what He's called us to do. Mm-hmm. And for guys, that's how a, a man can change a family because, see, if you're not driving your kids to perform the way you were driven, 
and they understand, especially your daughter, my daddy loves me. He believes in me. You can set a foundation for them to catch that from God the Father for themselves through Jesus Christ. And you know what that does? That can predict the kind of man they will one day choose. Exactly. Because they really take themselves seriously, and they would not choose a guy beneath who God has made them to be. So like you've said, you can't build a smile unless you've had one. That's exactly right. So where does a dad start if he's never felt maybe the favor of his father, so he doesn't feel the favor on his life from God as a father? Where would you tell him to begin? Well, you know, the, for me, what happened to me is I read Ephesians chapter 1, and I had this huge question, who am I? Because it didn't matter how many football games I won. I even set the world record in the bench press in the NFL for 20 years, 605 pounds. I did all these things. Mm-hmm. I preached with Billy Graham. I did all this stuff. I mean, I had Christ in my life and encountered him in college, and that changed my life, and I got this forgiveness. But when it came to my own personal manhood and fatherhood, I knew I didn't have what it takes. And I read Ephesians one day, and it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ. And I'm reading this scripture, and the chapter, the verse 4 says, Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. And when I read that line, Michelle, I, got, I just was undone by mm-hmm. God's love. Mm-hmm. Because what it said to me right in that moment is that God shows me before the foundation of the world, before Jesus said, let there be light, and there was light, before the earth was formed, God had me in his mind, and he chose me. And he chose me for a couple of things. It says there, he chose me to bless me with every spiritual blessing. He wants to bless me to be the man I need to be, the father I need to be the husband I need to be, the businessman I need to be, the friend I need to be, all those things flow out of him that he wants to bless us. And this is where the blessing comes. The end of verse 5 says, and this is how it comes, he predestined us for adoption as sons. You know, Michelle, you if you listened last week to mm-hmm. uh, the podcast, you heard that my dad was killed in action. And so I didn't have my natural father to call me out of blessing. My stepfather struggled not because he didn't love me. He just never had a dad who blessed him. And then I began to realize when I read this that God's plan all along was to be my father. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening, to be your father. He chose you to adopt you as son. That was the whole purpose of, of his will. Right, so that he blessed us in, in Christ, who was called the beloved. I think you even said realized, once, Ed, I, that God told you, I took your dad early so I could be the father you needed. Yeah, well, I, wear, I wear my dad's dog tags that he took off the night before he died. Okay. And I remember uh, speaking at one of these conferences, and one of my questions my whole life was, you know, why'd you take my dad? He was this incredible guy, all the stories I heard. My, my life would have been a little different. And then, as I'm walking up on this stage to share uh, this message, my dog tags started jingling, and I, and I don't hear them all the time, but I really heard them. And the father was just there, and this is what he said to me. I took your dad home early so that I could be your father. Oh, man, I was floored. 
And the message I put in you, no one will be able to say, came from a great dad on earth. Now go and tell them that I am the father they've always wanted. Yeah, I mean, incredible. that's why we have the ministry that we have. Mm-hmm. And you might be, you know, you have people listening today that wonder why their family was so screwed up. Why did they have to go through this? Why were they put away? Why did they not even know their dad? Well, maybe all of that is, oh, God is going to use all of that in your story like he did in mine. So he could be the father in your story. Mm-hmm. And if you have God's uh, blessing and smile over your life, Dad, and Mom, guess what? You can give that away to your daughters. Exactly. And your sons. Yeah, that's so good. Because I think so many men, even women listening, may hear what you just read out of Ephesians and say, okay, I'm blessed by a Father in Heaven. He's chosen me. He's adopted me. But then they're saying, but I don't know how that translates to how I relate to my children. What would you say to the dad that says, okay, Ed McGlasson, you've just told me who I am in Christ, how the Father sees me, but I still don't feel any shift inside or feel any different in the way I'm relating to my daughter, to my son. Where would you tell him to start to link together that spiritual truth with the way he's living his life? Well, you know, I, part, part of this is, is, well, number one, you can't have any of this unless you've received what Christ has done for you. It all starts with forgiveness. It starts with Him. And the second thing, it's really the understanding, which was an incredible revelation to me. It's the reason we started Blessing of the Father Ministries, because I meet people all the time that love Jesus, but when they think about the Father, they feel like they're in trouble all the time. And they don't know how to step into what God has said that thing. And let me tell you a little bit for me. I mean, I carried that story. My dad died for all these years. And remember, I shared last week that the night before my dad died, he circled a single word in his Bible and closed his Bible. Well, years later, my mother shared that with me. And as a matter of fact, when I was pastoring a church in Anaheim, California, I was on the way to sharing with a bunch of high school kids. And I was thinking in the car because my high school leader got sick, and so it was a last-minute filling I was doing for him. It's I opened my Bible thinking, what am I going to teach these kids? I know. I'll teach him that story about Jesus walking on the water and how Peter saw him and asked him a question. And I'm going to teach him how to get out of the boat and walk in the water with Jesus mm-hmm. and not be afraid. So I grabbed the scripture in Matthew, and I began to read it not realizing that 40 years almost to the day Hmm. earlier, my dad read that scripture the night before he died. And what was the word he circled? I will tell you. Okay. Jesus is walking on the water towards him, and and Peter thinks it's a ghost. And Peter actually says, if it's really you, command me to walk on the water with you. And Jesus said one word, come. That was the word my dad circled. Oh, that's powerful. And I'm reading the story over these kids, and all I can tell you, Michelle, is when I said the word come, the presence of the Father descended upon me and through Jesus, and this is what he said to me. He said, the last word your father heard before he died was the word come. Mm -hmm. And I was just sobbing. The kids had no idea what was going on. And then he speaks a line into me that he said over Jesus when Jesus was baptized in the river in Matthew chapter 3. 
when Jesus came out of the water, the voice of the Heavenly Father spoke over Jesus and named him in front of all that were there. John heard it and was trying to discern where that voice came from. And the Father named him and said, this is my beloved Son in whom I love. He could have called him anything in that moment, and he said, this is my beloved Son. Yeah. In other words, my love rests on him, not from all the things he does. My love rests on him because he is my beloved son. And those words that Jesus spoke, heard that one day, rang in my ears as God the Father said over this boy in a man's body after all these years in the NFL have proven myself and I preached with Billy Graham and, and did hundreds of crusades around the country and did all these things. I heard those words over me and this is what he said. The last word your father heard before he died was the word come. Mm. And from this moment on in your life, your name is no longer about what you do. It's not football player. It's not pastor. For some of you that are listening, it's not failure, it's not alcoholic, it's not any of those words that we get put on us from brokenness or even success. So you are my beloved son and whom I love. And in that moment, Michelle, for me, at 40 years old, the father I always wanted came into my story mm. and named me beloved. And that moment of sonship that came right from the Scripture in Ephesians and in Galatians and all through the New Testament and the Old is the way God heals a father wound in us. Not by just, just healing the wound itself, but by replacing those words that you never received from your dad mm -hmm. by what God the Father says over you. And yeah. when you hear them for yourself, it changes life you changing. the rest of your life. Well, if yeah. you're just listening, I'm talking with my friend Ed McGlasson, and we're talking about how a dad can build God's smile oh. over his daughter. So in the time we have left, Ed, I'd love to just have you speak a little bit more to women who are listening. You've, you've talked to men you've, who, right, who may have that father wound and to women. What would you say to a woman who longs for God to smile over her as a dad that she's never had? But if she's never received it from her earthly father, maybe she's projected that, right, onto God as a father saying, well, then he'll never smile over me either. And maybe she lives right in this constant wrestling and trying to prove herself to God to earn his smile. What would you say to her? Well, you know, no, daughter, here's the truth. The only way to get rid of a hashtag on your life, guys got them, girls got them, right, is that you need... The, you need God to be your father. His plan all along is to adopt you. It doesn't diminish who your dad is. He was a great dad, and it completely completes you both ways, even if you had a bad dad. And it comes through Christ. That's what he came to bring you as a daughter. Because we're, with the first man in your story your dad wasn't able to do, God sent a son so that he could be the father of your story. Mm -hmm. And that's how a woman's healed. Because, see, most girls I meet, they're still waiting for their dad to get it together and go make it right. But when you, when you because of what Christ has done for you, you forgive your dad and let him off the hook. Because, see, if your dad didn't have a blessing, how can he possibly make up for a lifetime of hurt towards you? Mm -hmm. It won't happen. And guess what? The next man you meet, he can't make up 
for the lifetime of her you have. I meet daughters all the time who think this guy, he's going to be the one that's going to keep me safe. He's the one who's going to call up my beauty. He's the one who's going to complete me. You know, the Jerry Maguire movie. Mm-hmm. You complete me, and every girl screams in the theater, <laughs> right? Right? That's not true. A man on earth can never bring the smile that God the Father wants to give you. Mm-hmm. And part of that is, is not only receiving Christ in your story, sweetheart, it's about also receiving that God the Father, even right now, wants to be the father of your story. Whether you feel it or not, all you got to do is ask him in, and he will be your dad, too. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have you end our program by praying over women, but I want to ask you one question first, if I could. What would Please. you tell a dad to do? This is now a go step for dads. What would you tell a dad to do if he wants to build God's smile over his daughter starting today? What is one thing he could do today to begin to set that process in motion? Well, he's got to hear the 007 song, right? <laughs> in his heart, right? And because here's the deal, Dad, if you don't have your daughter's heart, she's not going to follow you, and she's not going to receive from you. And so the first step is to connect to her to find out how you're doing as a dad. You might already know, maybe she's moved away, she's put her hands out and say, staying away. Most of the time, that's from hurt. And the question we even talked about last week that will, that really helps is to understand how you've hurt her so that you can ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Until you do that, you she won't open her heart. And the, I'll give you another little quick second thing you can do. And this is what I give dads whose daughters say, I don't want to have anything to do with you. You've really hurt me, and I'm mad, is to write letters, little short notes, and with lines like this, you know, I know that you, I've really hurt you, but I want to be a better father, but I can't be one unless you help me become one. Mm-hmm. Can we meet so that I can ask for forgiveness? Mm-hmm. When dads write that, I've seen complete relationships begin to restore. Maybe you've got to write that for six months until she responds. Mm-hmm. But it's never too late. Never that's too late. That's our promise. For God to come in and heal our stories and heal our families. It's never too late. It's never too late. Oh, that is so good. Well, Ed, if I could just ask you to close our time together by praying over daughters who never had God's smile over them, given to them by their dads on earth, would you pray over them a blessing for women today who are listening? I sure will. Father, I pray for every daughter who's listening to this show right now. And I say over you what God the Father said over his son in that river when he was baptized, what he said over me, and when he said, from this moment on, daughter, your name is no longer about the hashtags on your life. It's no longer about what you do. It's no longer about your own failure in your life or your bad relationship. From this moment on, God the Father says, you are my beloved daughter in whom I love. And all that you need to be the woman all you need to be to be the, the wife if you're married, the mother if you have children, all that you need in your life is yours, daughter, because I bless you and I sent my son so that you could know that with me and your story, you will never be alone. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, 
Mm. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Ed McGlasson, for being my guest today. If you want to connect with Ed, you can go to theblessingofthefather.com, where you can connect with him and his resources. Today, the title has been How a Dad Can Build God's Smile Over His Daughter. Ed has given you practical steps, dads, to begin that process, and I trust that you women listening were blessed by the prayer he just spoke over you. As always, you can go to my website at drmichellewatson.com, where I have a link to my book, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, and also a link to Audible, where you can listen to it in the comfort of your own home. And remember that you can always subscribe to the Dad Whisper podcast on iTunes as well. Well, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer, signing off today and encouraging you dads to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's heart. Go dads. Go dads.